Hello, hello, hello. I, I need a better way to start this podcast. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Uh, okay, that's not working for me. One minute. It's Merely's mess. I'm gonna confess. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I actually am contemplating just deleting this whole podcast after that. I am aware I could delete that audio clip, but I'm too far in. Okay, if you're not done with me already, I'm just gonna start like a normal person. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Millie's Mess. I was thinking about what I wanted this episode to be about, and then I remembered I think I'm a qualified therapist. I think I am able to give advice to others. And I think this because I've had enough therapy to be a therapist. Disclaimer, Millie Dutton for short is not a qualified therapist. She has not done 20 to 100 hours of service or the three-year degree. She is just about mentally stable with an okay self-esteem nowadays to be giving advice. Um, If the world explodes by taking Millie's advice, she does not take any responsibility. Okay, now we've cleared. now I've covered all my bases. I obviously had to contact my non-existent lawyer to issue that statement, but now we are good to go. So I put on my Instagram story, once it's I put, I put filming today, making it look like I'm a famous podcaster. Message me or put it here, any situation you need advice on, I got you. And thank God some of you (laughs) replied, otherwise this would be a very short episode. Some of these situations are quite out of my depth, something I might have not experienced myself, but I want to give you guys advice as if I was chatting to a friend and what I would say to them. Okay, let's start with the first one. Are we ready? Why do I do this dramatic? You guys are like, we get Millie, stop coughing, you have coronavirus, I don't know, now I'm going to have to do another disclaimer, you won't catch coronavirus by listening to this podcast, it's not transmittable through devices. My best friend has a crush on my boyfriend. I read this one out to a friend and they said, they said a threesome, um, if that's not on the cards... Um, we'll go for option B. First of all, if your best friend has a crush on your boyfriend, you know you've got a hottie in your hands. Okay, you know you've got a good one, even if it's not okay. I think that's extremely difficult because if my best friend gets a boyfriend or has a boyfriend, I automatically, no matter if they're Brad Pitt or Bradley Cooper or Justin Timberlake, I don't find Justin Timberlake hot, Channing Tatum, like automatically in my eyes, they are not good looking because they're my best friend's boyfriend. I have such a strict girl code that if my best friend is flirting with my boyfriend, that is straight up unacceptable. Like this whole, this whole thing is unacceptable. I would not like take them both out, invite them over for a cozy dinner I would not put them in the same room. I would just meet up with them separately. 
obviously I don't know too much context about this. What you're going to do is you're going to submit an application for Dr. Phil and just hash it out on there. Okay, because you could have had a cash me outside, how about that moment? And then just ditch both of them. I question her as a best friend, if I'm being quite honest. Because a best friend in my books is having your back no matter what. As a best friend, you should be sussing out the guy because he needs to make you happy and treat you right. Not fucking fancy him. Did she read the girl code book backwards or something? If she makes comments that make you feel uncomfortable, then I would just say, look, this makes me feel really uncomfortable. Um, would you mind if you like don't talk about my boyfriend like that? Or maybe not flat with him in front of me? If she is your best friend, you can have an honest conversation with her. And just be like, look, the way you approach things with my boyfriend, Mark... I don't know his name, but we're going to go for Mark. It does make me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like you fancy him. If your boyfriend is honestly sitting there unaware of anything that is going on, like most men, sorry men, then I wouldn't bring the situation to him. I wouldn't be like, do you think she's hot? Do you think she's flirting with him? Blah, blah, blah. I'd leave the boyfriend out of it. He should be in love with you. He should be unaware of what's going on with your best friend. He should be like, who's Susanna? I thought she was your cousin or something. Moral of the story, if she's your best friend, talk openly about it. Otherwise, it's just going to harm your friendship. It's going to get toxic and you might lose the friendship altogether. If your boyfriend is flirting with your best friend, punch him in the face or go on Dr. Phil. I take no responsibility for any boyfriends being punched in the face. So, moving on. The next one is how to tell a girl you like you have a foot fetish. I don't care if this is a joke. I am never going to take anything more seriously than I have in my life. I'm going to go at this question. I'm going to work on it for hours and I'm going to find an answer for you. Okay, so I'm going to pretend I don't have a foot fetish and Google what it means. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't. Or do I? Oh, mystery. Okay, so the definition says a foot fetish is a sexual interest in feet. In other words, feet, toes, oh, ankles turn you on. Some people are turned on just by looking at feet. Others may find painted nails, jewellery. Or other abdominance. Abdominance? Oh my god, I failed English. Well, I got a B and the other one was D. But anyway, oh, sorry. Still, others get sexual satisfaction in foot treatments such as massaging or worshipping feet. When people have foot fetishes, I just I don't really understand why they don't go work at a nail shop and give pedicures. Because they get paid to do what they love. I took to Google to look up fetishes in relationships. Medical news today. Okay, I am just reading Google, okay? So if you want an audiobook about foot fetishes, you have come to the right place. I'm gonna round up into my own words. You've gotta communicate. You've gotta just tell them. There is no easy way. If they're not the one for you, if they're not going to accept you. I can't believe I'm actually talking about this. <laughs> one should be ashamed of what they're into. 
I don't want anyone to feel ashamed. You need to communicate. It's a fetish. It's not going to kill anyone. Oh my god. No, the fetish won't kill anyone. Well, now I'm on Reddit and Reddit knows everything. So I'm going to read out what Reddit says. Ensure her that you like her feet. If she is a bit weirded out, slowly introducing feet to your sex life. Maybe just kissing it first. Okay, I'm gonna leave it there. We're gonna keep it a bit more PG. Oh, women like pedicures, a winky face, she says. You might make her feel more secure if you offer to treat her to one after you told her you love feet the way they are. Never let a woman feel ashamed about her feet. Okay, maybe it's not you. Maybe when you say, look, look, what's her name? What's a what's a lovely woman's name? Karen. Look, Karen, I'm really into feet. Okay, if she makes you feel bad about this, just assume that she has ugly feet and she doesn't want you near them. Okay, maybe that's her own stuff she's working through. Maybe it's not you, it's her. I'm going to swiftly move on because I don't think that's my area of expertise. Thank you, Google, for supporting me in this time. This one says, I need to get over a narcissist who I'll always be in love with. It's killing me. You won't always be in love with a narcissist. A narcissist has got what they wanted. They tell you what you want to hear. You need to approach this like a normal breakup, but more extreme, okay? Because if it's not healthy for you and you think he is a narcissist, you have that awareness. So again, take time for yourself. Block him on everything, because it sounds like he clearly isn't healthy for you. And of course, you're going to be in that mindset that you'll always love him. But I promise you, when you meet the right person who treats you how you deserve to be treated, you won't feel this way and you'll look back on this like, oh my god. Like, I can look back and think how much of a dark place I was in and how this isn't forever. This pain is temporary need to not fall back into the trap you need to be aware of their behaviors and not keep getting led back with the things this person says or does you need to be strict with yourself because it's hard when you're so in love and they're telling you all the things you want to hear but then you're just going to be back to square one and it's going to hurt you even more listen to my podcast episode break up like a boss i've got you girl I just add really quickly, a boy does not define your self-worth, ever. And if you think he does, if you don't feel complete without him, you don't know who you are without him, it's even the more reason to break up and find yourself and get to know yourself. I hate when people say find themselves, like, how do you, how does one find themselves unless I've got a twin out there somehow? about being comfortable in your own company not needing to rely emotionally on someone else for your full happiness if the relationship breaks down and you don't think you'll ever find happiness again and your life is being destroyed thank them because now they're giving you the opportunity to grow I got a really long message from this girl, which I really appreciate. Give me all the Ds um, and I'm gonna try and give advice as best I can. Let me explain to you her situation. She's been with her boyfriend for three years, but 
In this three years, she's basically lost every friend. This is due to many reasons, but also including him. They are very, very up and down, more down than up. She doesn't know whether to stay with him and keep trying to make it work, but it's upsetting so many people around her, including her family. It makes her upset. She doesn't know whether to break up with him, move out of her hometown, go and work abroad, and try and make amends with old friendships. She doesn't know if old friendships are old friendships for a reason, or if she's putting her boyfriend before others. Even though he can be quite horrible at times, he was her first everything and they have so much planned for the future. Ben sent me a voice note expressing, you know, how much she loves him and when they are good, how good they actually are. All her family, all her friends are obviously saying the same thing, which is, he is not good for you. And I was kind of like her last hope, <laughs> which I love. I'm here for you. She needs one more person's advice because she is completely stuck. She needs someone else's perspective. I know, I know she's come to me. I do feel bad for her because Millie doesn't know which way's up and which way's down. I really sympathise with this situation because I think for you guys listening and me reading this, it's very clear that this guy is not good for her. But just imagine when you're in this relationship and how good these good times are and you're so in love with him it is such a tricky situation because you're kind of blinded by love. The problem is from having such an up and down relationship, more down than up, it makes you appreciate the good moments even more. You kind of times them by 10 in your mind because half the time it's down. When you guys are in a good place and you're making the best memories and you're getting on like a house on fire, you cherish them so much more because you're down half the time, you guys aren't in a good place half the time, so of course when you're having those moments that almost heightened if that makes sense. The truth is you shouldn't be having to appreciate those incredible moments just because you're in a good place when half the time you're not. Those good moments should be like a regular thing in your relationship. Relationships are up and down but this one is just not healthy. So with old friendships, I agree, like I've lost old friendships and that could be for a number of reasons. So if we put that to the side, because friendships can be quite unpredictable, but the thing that stands out to me is your family. It's upsetting your family, the people you trust the most, you love the most, the people that know you the most. Those are the people that you should rely on for their opinion and it sounds like their opinion of him is not high at all. It sounds like this boy is kind of your whole life and that's not healthy. You should be having friendships, you should be having fun without him and it shouldn't be very very up and down. There is three varies. Even if it was one very, that wouldn't be good, but it's very, very up and down. It's my heartbreak when you say he can be horrible to you at times and I get he was your first everything but it doesn't mean he has to be your last everything. Because if I was in your situation, I would wanna hear someone say, no, make it work, because everyone else is saying don't. I'm not gonna tell you what you wanna hear. This is not good for you, honey. You guys have so much planned for the future. This is your future. You can't stay with this one boy forever because you have so much planned for the future. Plan without him, leave him. <laughs> I'm not doing this subtly, leave him. 
hello if you're listening to this leave him it's gonna be the biggest heartbreak but I think you know it in your heart hey Millie's gonna be brutal oh don't hate me don't hate me okay let me prepare myself I think you want the answer to be stay with him I think no matter how many opinions you get if it's not the correct answer of work through it and stay with him, I think you'll keep searching for more people's opinions until you get that answer. You put, you don't know whether to break up with him and move out of your hometown and go and work abroad and try and make amends with old friendships. Okay, so this is my advice. Break up with him, move out of hometown, go work abroad and try and make amends with old friendships. Not let a boy define your life, especially a boy that is not treating you the way you're supposed to be treated. Time to face the heartbreak because you're going to feel it. But my God, you're going to be inviting me to your future wedding with your hot husband who treats you like a princess. I'm going to be in a relationship or a marriage because remember I'm at your wedding where you know it's right in your heart and you won't be questioning these things. You won't need to because you'll know in your heart when you're getting treated the right way. I'm gonna make a speech at the wedding, like I just wanna thank Millie's Masters podcast because I wouldn't be living my best life if it wasn't the advice she gave me. Girl, it's time to go live your life for you and not for him. It'll break my heart if you stay with someone who isn't treating you well. Like, <laughs> update me. If you're getting married to this guy, please don't invite me to the wedding. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> We can be friends, but I don't want to be friends with him. I genuinely hope that helps because I'm quite invested in this. And I can tell you're such a sweet girl. And you're just confused. And I completely get it. We've all been there, haven't we, guys? We've all been there. Let's move on to the next segment. Toxic friendships. So this person's given like a whole situation. <laughs> Again, which I love. She said she's been trying to get out of a friendship with a girl for years. Every time she tries, she makes her look bad and plays the mental health card. <gasps> the mental health card. Well, I have mental health issues, okay? And you don't see me playing that card. You won't win the game with that card, ever. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, this is getting a bit more serious. So her friend has two little girls and it, she says stuff like, please help mum look after the girls when I'm not here. I think like referring to the mental health things. Obviously you're friends and she's struggling and you never ever wanna turn your back on someone who's struggling, especially with mental health and never wanna turn your back on these two little girls. As an adult myself with mental health issues, I need to take responsibility for my mental health issues. I need to get the help. I need to show up at therapy. I don't need to get others involved or even worse, almost manipulate others to support me because I have mental health issues. I think that is so cruel, so cruel. And I get this is coming from someone who is struggling but you should never manipulate people because you are struggling. End of the day, we all need to take responsibility for our shit and not place it on others. This is affecting your quality of life. This is not a friend that has your best intentions. And I know it's so tricky because you don't want to send her over the edge. You don't want to send her into a spiral of depression, but you need to protect yourself. What I would say is, look, 
this friendship is not healthy for me and it's affecting me. Okay, I really don't think we should continue in our friendship. I can't imagine how hard that must be for you. But my advice is to find a therapist, confide in family, um, visit your GP. And if she's not willing to do those things, then really that's all you can do. But just offer advice and be honest. That's all we can do, right? Like, you can't fix someone's mental health. It's up to the professionals. If she is struggling that much and you say, look, I really recommend a therapist or go to your GP, then it's their responsibility to do so. I can't imagine how hard that situation must be. But all you can do is protect yourself, move forward, and hopefully she will do the right thing, which is getting help. Not to remove yourself from a toxic friendship. Change your name, move countries. Okay? Delete all social media accounts. Sell all your belongings and dye your hair a different colour. Also been in my fair share of toxic friendships. And it feels so good being out of them. My god, free as a bird. I'm like a bird. I'll only fly away. You're a fake therapist. Take your role very seriously. Okay. Back to the topic. I didn't do so well, I just ghosted them. <laughs> yeah, no, that is what I did. That wasn't the best move. Yeah, it worked though. You have to approach these things differently because when you have a breakup with a best friend, that's not the same. We're talking about a toxic friendship, okay? We're not gonna be nice about this. I'm honest, you have nothing to lose. I'd be like, I don't like your behavior, this, this, and this. And if it backfires, then easy way out. Goodbye, Sandra. Have to do it maturely. Communication, either over text because I'm a big pussy or a phone call even in person. Oh God, I could never do it in person. If you have those pools, go you. Slowly distance yourself from them. Still be polite, but don't run to them when you need them. Don't meet up as much. Don't text as much. There might be a time when they're like, so why are you doing this? Why are you distancing yourself? Why do I never see you? And then you can be like, look, your behavior in the past has made me feel uncomfortable. And I still care about you as a friend, but I don't want to be as close as we were before because it was hurting me. That's a very civil way to do it. Depends what type of toxicity we are talking about. Otherwise, I'd just stop replying. I mean, it'll be awkward when you bump into each other in the nightclub smoking area, drinks are thrown, comments are said, but we move. Seriously, I think people underestimate the damage of a toxic friendship. Do not continue with the friendship. There are plenty of friends, like in relationships, that will be the friend you deserve. Okay, if it's toxic, no, honey, here's the door, bye. This girl is scared to fall in love again. Girl, you don't need to fall in love again. You've got you, boo. I think when you meet the right person, it'll just hit you like a bus. You won't even know you're in love. And then you're like, whoa, <laughs> I'm in love. Don't stress thinking of the anticipation for it. When will it come? How will I feel? What if they hurt me? Go with the flow can't seek out love that's not a thing it will just come to you oh you know when people are like it's always when you're not expecting it it comes it's true 
focus on yourself, don't think about anyone else, and not everyone's a complete massive dickhead. I know there are some good men out there. If you've got hurt previously, you know the warning signs, you know the behaviour, and normally you'll go for the opposite of who you went for last time, because you recognise the warning signs now. So it does help in a way to learn from those past experiences, even if it wasn't you that was doing the hurting. Now you're aware of like what guy you want in your life, what you want your future boyfriend or girlfriend to be like. To be scared to fall in love is a beautiful thing and we always learn from our past experiences. Like my ex taught me to never go for blondes again. Don't look for it. Don't fear it. It will come naturally when the time is right. Oh my god, you could be going down the corridor and then he runs into you and you drop your books on the floor and he helps it up and he's like, are you new here? And you're like, yeah. And then it just turns into this massive rom-com. And then a movie gets made about you. I really, I really heard that's how it works nowadays. Or like me, they message you on Tinder. That works as well. Don't go into a relationship or a talking stage with someone with the expectation you're going to fall in love. You need it to just be natural, like, oh, I enjoy talking to this person, let's see how it goes. Otherwise, you're going to fear it and push it away, and you could be pushing something good away. I have a lot of anxiety in a long-distance relationship, finding it difficult to get over my toxic ex, any advice... I'm not going to repeat myself, ladies and gentlemen. We have an episode of Let's Talk About My Relationship, covers the distance bit and break up like a boss. Guys, I've already got you. You're obviously not listening to my podcasts. I might explain why I have minus 10 listeners. <laughs> Joking, you two people count to me. I just want to shout out to my bro with the foot fetish. Let me know how it goes. Not in too much detail, please keep that conversation surface level. Guys, I'm getting the vibes you're relying too much on men and I'm frankly not okay with it. I'm getting the vibe that your whole life revolves around a relationship. I'm getting that vibe. Am I right? Ah, it just annoys me because I wish you'd see your self-worth and how amazing you are without toxic friends or toxic men. You're so much better than that. Let me give you a big hug. Let me tell you it's going to be okay. Research gaslighting, manipulation. Research how to make sure my ex drops off the face of the earth. I'm sure there's something in that that might help. Life is too short to let other people make you unhappy. Like if all you have at the end of your life is a McDonald's and that's making you happy then you've succeeded in life. I don't want you lying there at 80, like, oh, God, I should have stayed with that toxic ex. Oh, God, I really regret that one, actually. Said no one ever. He's got the sass tonight, hasn't she? It's been a long half an hour of therapy for you guys. Office hours are closing. My secretary wants to go home. She's sleeping with her gardener. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap on this week's episode of (laughs) drumroll (laughs) Millie's Mess thank you very much 
thank you so much guys for listening check out the podcast instagram mini messes podcast check out my instagram millie down for sure oh my god look at me clogging um if you guys liked this episode please leave a review it makes all the difference and if you hated this episode or disagreed with my advice don't leave a review thank you very much see you next week bitches wait it's not at half an hour yet i haven't been filming for half an hour do, 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 do. we could be here for another minute doing this okay bye